0: Hey, what up Long Beach? Welcome back to the one and only Long Beach State Athletics Podcast that features the one and only Athletics Director, Andy Fee. It's the LB Fee Show, hosted by the 562.org as always, which is myself, J.J. Fiddler, bringing out the Pringles, the Lays, I'm a Sun Chips man myself, it's chip season, Mike. It is. It's chip season. It's chip season. It's everything in between.
1: Uh, I'm Mike Gardabasio, uh, co-editor at the562.org. A little bit later on, we'll be joined by Alan Knight, head coach of the men's volleyball team here at Long Beach State. They've got kind of a big week going on. But uh, for now, let's bring on Andy. Andy, welcome back to your show. What's going on, guys? How you doing? We're
0: doing well. I'm, I'm doing recovering.
1: Well. I'm still recovering from Jules. <laughs> the university. And, 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 and walking right? around the pyramid, I don't think
0: I'm the only one today either. <laughs> As a whole is recovering. You're absolutely right. Andy, obviously, we saw you at Jules. What a great night in the pyramid.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's just a really, as, as we've all kind of joked, it is a great night, just a lot of fun, get the community together. Um, but you know, the real reason why we get to have so much fun is to support our student athletes and to, uh, to have our donors and supporters there helping uh, fund scholarships, which allow a lot of our student athletes who would not be able to come uh, to the university to be able to come here and, and, and maybe it's play volleyball or baseball or softball or whatever the sport might be. Um, and also get a great education. You know, we're just so appreciative of uh, of everyone coming out and, and doing what they did.
0: Incredible things to bid on. Incredible food. I know. JJ, JJ
2: missed out on the OC
1: Fair tickets.
0: Many. I barely. Barely. <laughs> uh, many, many uh, local restaurants coming in open sesame almost ran out of chicken i got there just in time oh they did
1: they ran out very quickly did you yes. have a personal
0: favorite or one that <laughs> uh sticks
2: out? i went with rant rances yes i've never had rances before my wife is already planning like literally coming up with excuses for us to have rance's pizza right now
1: yep yeah down on second street they, they were awesome for sure i hit i i went back four times see i know when a place is good you don't talk to them because you don't want them to remember you so you do the circuit and then you come back <laughs> just like and you just go, Mike, do yeah. you guys have a pepperoni pizza <laughs> yeah. you talk to me a little bit about your chicken what is that like yeah um, you broke a little bit of news. Uh, we we're we we're a little hurt. So far, all of the news you've broken has been on the has been on the podcast. <laughs> you chose to take advantage of the fact that the whole athletics community was in the room and tell everyone that uh, our guest a little bit later in the show, Alan Knipe. You've signed to a five-year extension. I'm relieved at that because you said Alan's contract was expiring this year, and the season ends in like five days. So it was minor the, detail. It was the right moment to extend Alan Knife. Uh, talk a little bit about that and about you know what an easy decision that obviously must have been for you guys.
2: Yeah, you know, and then the funny the backstory. It kind of was literally last second that I decided to actually announce it at Jules. Like nobody knew Rob Clark who oversees all external. He didn't know anything. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany Edlin, who's uh, our associate AD for 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 business and, and handles all of the, the nuts and bolts of our contracts, she obviously knew. And she kind of said to me, hey, we've got everything back from the chancellor's office. Like, what do you think? Would you want to sign it tonight? And let's have, you know, Alan sign it. And I was like, yeah. And then I was trying to think, like, well, as long as they're signing it, like... <laughs> Like, so like literally I walked into the pyramid and Tiffany was waiting for me at the top of the stairs and she's like, follow me. So go in there and I sign it. (laughs) And, um, I'm like, well, you like,
1: it's kind of a Godfather moment. Yeah, so you had
2: the wedding was going on outside, and you had to
1: well, handle the business inside the, the office real quick. It's officially <laughs> the
0: largest men's volleyball coaching press conference of all time.
1: Yes, that's true. Yeah, those contract extensions do not usually have a you know a couple thousand people there. <laughs> exactly. Away. So you
2: know, so then uh, you know Tiffany's like, okay, like I, I told Alan I would find him. So you know, I don't know if she's finding him, talking to him. I'm down on the floor. I'm, I'm eating Rance's pizza, and I see Alan across the room, and I just beelined it over to him and I'm like hey what's going on coach and Alan's like hey it's just great and I said have you talked to Tiffany he's like no no I haven't and I said uh do you think you could sign your contract tonight <laughs> and like he's kind of like laughing his wife's looking his at me like I'm crazy him, sure. and uh he's like yeah I'm it." and I go well would you be okay if I announce it and he's like yeah if you if you'd like to and I said well I, I would love to I, I said I know there's so many people uh here tonight not just here tonight but um, that, that love you and respect the work you've done. And, and obviously we think the world of you and, um, he's, he's earned it, you know, not that any other coach hasn't, but, um, you know, this is a special season and, you know, you try not to get too far ahead of yourself, but, you know, part of me is like, celebrate it, enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we've locked him up five years, uh, you know, he's done an unbelievable job and you're going to get to hear more from him, a little later in the podcast, but uh, I couldn't be more thrilled. And I know President Conley, um, you know, when I started talking to her about extending uh, coach out and and trying to do some extra things for him, she was 100% on board.
0: I think you're setting the land speed record for amount of coaching decisions an
2: AD has had to make in his first year on the job
0: really leaving your mark, Andy. Yeah,
2: I'm like, you know, how am I going to last, like, 20 years doing this, right? I mean, it's just like, other ADs are looking at me going, like, hey, kids, slow down.
0: (laughs) Well, it wasn't the only shared moment of the weekend here at Long Beach State on Sunday at the Softball Senior Day celebration. uh, We've seen it once here before. It was in the Pyramid. With Alex Sanchez, but... Uh, who was at
1: Jewels of the Night. She and her yes. husband, who is also a Long Beach State alum, got their their two... They got a babysitter for the two kids so they could come. And maybe maybe we'll have the same thing in a couple of years now.
0: Senior second baseman Gracie Majum was engaged in the circle, kind of during slash after uh, Senior Day Celebration. Andy, you were there, uh, backwards hat with the camera, getting some great <laughs> shots out there. Um, I don't even know where to start with something like that because... I kind of tried to, I got a little video of it. You can look at it on Twitter. I kind of tried to back up a little bit, but there's no way you can back up far enough to get all of what that moment was into one shot.
2: It it was unbelievable. And, you know, again, to set the the frame, um, you know, recognizing the seniors after the game and tough loss. So, you know, game didn't go our way, but, you know, it's nice to to get, you know, a little bit more upbeat and celebrate. And, um, you know, everyone's family is there. We got, you know, a bunch of seniors. And, and Cal Poly was great. They stayed, actually, and in, in, in watched the senior tribute. And um, I had been told about this proposal, and I was sworn to secrecy by Cindy Masner, who told me she was going to kill me if I said anything to anybody. <laughs> so I kind of knew. I didn't know, like, what exactly was going to happen. I just knew. Like, I didn't know, like, what time in between innings. Like, I, you know, I didn't know, like, you know, pregame or what, what the heck was going to happen. Pregame would be
1: very so, intense. So, uh, yeah, I, I was like, oh, man,
2: this could go so many different ways right now. And, uh, it, it, just was, it was a special moment. And, um, it, it, was, I mean, people didn't know. And, and I was watching from where I was, you know, I had my camera and I'm taking pictures. And when it kind of started to get a sense of what people saw was about to happen, even the Cal Poly women, like half the team was kind of still watching the other half were probably packing their bags. And yeah. then suddenly like they figured it out and like, our team figured it out, and the fans figured it out, and it was it was pretty surreal. I've actually never been involved in anything like that. It was my fourth university, and I've seen it other places, mm-hmm. and you've seen video of it, but I've never seen it, and i tell you what, I'm... I don't want to say I'm like a tough guy, but I mean, I was ready to, you know, <laughs> shed a tear. I mean, it was it was pretty amazing.
1: I got very emotional at the women's basketball one when it
2: happened a couple years ago because
1: I, I just think for the things that you want to say are your values as a university. What a wonderful sign that things are just perfect within a program that uh, someone's life is so closely aligned with the sport that they're playing, and that it really does feel like a family when a moment like that happens. I mean, obviously. That says uh, a tremendous amount. We actually had a softball player who played at Lakewood High School who's out at a, uh, a national program somewhere else in the country said, I don't want to see any more of these videos. They're giving me false hope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think uh, Majum said it best, so congratulations to her and uh, her husband-to-be, Isaiah. She said after the game, quote, that was perfect. Softball has been a huge part of my life. So combining the two when I'm finishing my season but starting a new season in my life, it's perfect. I just think that's that's such a beautiful quote and just really a, a beautiful sentiment. Really. No,
1: what else can you say? Uh, with that being said, time to talk about the schedule this week. We're going to flip the page and talk about this week at the beach uh i got a little bit of a rant here i'm pissed off
0: oh buddy get in line i'm majorly
1: pissed off and i don't want to get andy in trouble so yeah what what would this be about i'm curious maybe we should turn maybe we should turn andy's mic off for this segment but (laughs) jj and i are still two days later just pissed beyond belief that the long beach state beach volleyball team which was ranked number six in the country but which beat number four cal poly twice at the big west tournament in hawaii last weekend left out of the eight team field for the NCAA tournament. Obviously, those national rankings not used to put together the tournament, although hmm. they should be.
0: Yeah, why have the, them?
1: The Big West with three <laughs> of the top six teams uh, in the country, but only one bid for the Big West champion Hawaii. Long Beach State left out with a record of 26-8 and eight, despite zero losses to teams outside of the top five and despite the fact that three teams ranked lower than them are going to Gulf Shores, Alabama for the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know, when you talk about young sports, beach volleyball you know, anything that you're trying to build. The thing JJ and I always talk about is just give the people the best tournament. Step one. And that will, sort of everything flows from that. And so when you have a system where clearly the best teams have not been invited to the tournament, I just don't understand how that's good for the sport or for the NCAA. And uh, I just wish that they would not be so power conference centric that they overlook teams like Long Beach State or even Cal Poly. And also a really great claim uh, to making that tournament and instead uh, you know they they go a different direction i it just it pisses me off we obviously cover a mid-major so these are the kids that i know the coaches that i know and i just hate seeing it because it's so predictable at this point right but how do you explain that to a 19 year old student athlete that like well the world's not fair yeah and you know all this because you're not supposed to be learning that in sports and sports you're supposed to be learning about everyone having a fair shot and uh and and long beach state didn't get one here and uh the big west
0: didn't off. get one mike The Big West didn't get a fair shot, and, I don't know, beach volleyball in California, pretty good. Yeah, it's It's a little better
1: than it is in Louisiana.
0: And it goes (laughs) on, it extends to men's volleyball. Mike, you and I were talking about this on Saturday at the Big West Championships, right? Why isn't this sport more popular? It's fun, it's fast, it's exciting, uh, it's easy to
1: follow, The more volleyball you cover, the more you don't understand why it's not as popular as basketball.
0: Shout out to the South Park fans out there. This is an underpants gnome situation. It's, (laughs) steal underpants, question mark, make profit. If you're going to build the beach volleyball slash volleyball world, which is steel you, underwear in your... You have mentality. to have underwear right. first. It doesn't matter what the question mark <laughs> and the profit part is. You have to put your best product forward. And it's it seems so simple to us. And we understand. Look, every team that gets in is kicking a team out. Somebody's going to be left out at all times, but right? It, but the number eight and nine and 10 teams would be good teams to leave out without question. And you can't tell me that where teams are isn't more important now when it... In terms of traveling yeah. and scheduling for these for these secondary sports that are trying to become the the, the uh, premier sports, that that factors in, and that's just not fair. It's just not well, fair that a team on a certain coast is held to a different standard. I'll just make
1: one last point, which is I was actually talking about this with uh, with TJ DeFalco, the reigning men's volleyball national player of the year, is obviously a, a junior stud here at Long Beach State this year. You know, and I was talking to him about the fact that they've held the Final Four for men's volleyball on the East Coast and then in Ohio State the last two years. And he said, you know, it's really a disappointment because you have, I mean, it's the best men's volleyball tournament in the world at the time that they're playing. And in an effort to spread the sport around the country, the NCAA goes away from its, its bread and butter. Long Beach State played multiple matches in the pyramid this year that had higher attendance than the national championship last year. It doesn't make any sense that you wouldn't go, you know, let's do this in Southern California and build a base. And then we can, you know, from that position of strength, we can grow it. The way that lacrosse is spreading from the East Coast. Lacrosse didn't get to the West Coast because the NCAA shoehorned a bunch of lacrosse tournaments in Southern California. It was because people started seeing it on ESPN and realizing it was cool. That's the same thing for TJ. He said when he was growing up in Missouri, people there didn't know that men played volleyball. So why would you, why would right. you, you know, let them see it on ESPN that it's a great tournament? Same thing with the beach volleyball thing. Put the best teams in and let it grow that way. You know who to sh- end of rant. Sh-
0: you know, you know who should have said all that? Who should have had that rant? The Big West Conference.
1: Everyone, come on, have Big said West. It.
0: Put the microphone uh, emoji in your in your tweet. <laughs> send send it out. Let the world know. Give us some drama on Twitter. You got roughshod. <laughs> you got ran over. Throw let them the know at. that you did. Throw the at Big West. All right. So well, I'm glad
2: you guys said all that yes, Andy. me. you know <laughs> hey, Andy's back <laughs> you know I respect the selection committee, but no i I, I will say one thing uh you know I, i'll I'll fight and, and it's not just me but our staff tooth and nail uh for our teams any team uh we certainly believe that we uh, were deserving of the at large bid at large bid um, I sent in uh, an info pack to the committee. Um, breaking down what we thought was our case and and why we felt um, that the at-large bids should go to us. Um, You know, I haven't gotten a great answer back from the selection committee other than it's a very difficult decision, which (laughs) I get and I respect, but to your point, growing sports is difficult. It sounds really easy, but um, sometimes, you know, the blinders are on and I think people don't necessarily see how to do it. You know, I think of, you know, think about Omaha, right? The college world series. I mean, they've built that into something that is iconic, right? I mean, it should be the same for beach volleyball, uh, indoor volleyball, or, you know, the soccer community. I mean, you know, these sports that we want to grow, we talk about being uh, really important and and sports that are popular throughout the world. Uh, You know, my question to all of my colleagues as athletic directors and conference commissioners at NCAA is, you know, are we making, you know, really good decisions about growing the sport or are we making easier decisions that, Maybe save a little bit of money that really don't impact the growth and at the end of the day hurt us in the long run.
1: Well, uh, we'll move on from the sport that will not, unfortunately, be on the schedule this week. Uh, We wish Long Beach State was going to be at the Gulf Shores NCAA tournament this week, not happening. Women's water polo, women's tennis, both also wrapping successful seasons last week, Uh, but still, somehow, a full docket of stuff to cover this week.
0: Yeah, checking on the men's golf and women's golf updates at longbeachstate.com on Thursday, like we are going to say in just a minute when we're talking to Alan Knipe, men's volleyball taking on the world. In the NCAA championship. It'll be the
1: winner of Ohio State and UC Irvine. They're playing on Tuesday night. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's tonight at UCLA. The winner of that gets to play number one Long Beach State Thursday at 5 p.m. We will be in poly Pavilion for that one, obviously.
0: Friday, Long Beach State. Dirtbags at UC Riverside. Dirtbags licking their wounds continuously this year. Had a tough weekend against UC Davis. Going out there against UC Riverside where they've won their last four against the Highlanders. Can I take a moment and just doff my cap to Clayton Andrews? This kid is out there working hard, harder than really anyone I've seen in the Big West this year. Went 7 scoreless and he's just got to be the unluckiest pitcher in the uh, probably in the <laughs> West Coast, if not the country. The Dripbacks have only scored 22 runs in his 11 starts, and they've only scored 4 runs in his last 5 starts. Somehow this kid's got a sub 3 ERA and a 3-7 record. I, it's a bummer. Tip of the cap, Clayton. Keep doing you, man. You You can. You can only control The Otani the, of the Big West. That's right.
1: Clayton Clayton Otani. Uh, you can only control the things you can control. The Long Beach State... Uh, can we uh, get mad about uh, brackets again? Can we, sure. <laughs> the, tra- the track and field team will be at the Big West Championships uh, at Northridge. Uh, that obviously has been a great meet for Long Beach State. Really loved covering it in Long Beach last year. Hopefully it's back at the Jack Rose facility soon. And the Long Beach State softball team, which is right... I mean, they need to win out here. They need some good results to close the season out so they can secure that NCAA berth, and they're going to be at Davis with a huge road trip this weekend.
0: One of the highest rankings uh, in program history, highest in the last 10 years right now, number 17 new rankings coming out. You can follow all of those stories from the weekend, like the coverage from the proposal in the circle, as we're calling it. You can find all that at the562.org right now because that's where you find all of your long beach sports coverage each and every day newsletters videos previews recaps photos the twitter updates the interaction someone told us we do podcasts too that the long beach (laughs) sports community deserves and needs to give itself so make sure you visit the 562.org to subscribe and support long beach sports coverage
1: so we're going to bring on our special guest alan knight he's got kind of a, a big week going on alan how you doing
3: i'm doing good thanks for having me
1: uh alan knight the head coach of the uh uh, returning to the show the first return guest uh the head coach of the number one ranked men's volleyball team uh playing in the ncaa final four on thursday uh at 5 p.m at ucla and then hopefully on saturday at 4 p.m in the national championship game uh visit longbeachstate.com for info on how you can sign up for uh for the bus ride up to ucla but uh what's what's this week like is it just everything turned up to 11 right now
3: well, hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully that. Th- th- can look, there's no way to there's no way to get around it. You can say it's just another week, and you can give you that line. But it's, it's not another week. Um, but you do want to try to stay in a routine. Hopefully, you've prepared during the season to make this week feel. Um, yeah, it's it, it, there's a lot on the line, but you feel like you have a routine and you have a system the way you do things, and you have a uh, some comfort in the way you train and the things you train on. Um, but no, the guys are fired up. There's no doubt. And they, uh, we had a great day of practice today, real, real good in the video room beforehand. So, yeah, there, there's a heightened sense, which I don't think you can get away with. it. I don't know if I've ever had a week like this when uh, or a week that you could get away with it, whether I was playing or coaching in it, that there's not that feeling of, you know, this is what you work for. This is, this is what you've been working all summer long and then all fall. And so the guys are excited, absolutely. You guys got a taste of this last year, the championship vibe. Yep. you
0: take anything from that experience that yep. you're using this week?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm a big lessons learned guy, whether it's coming from a a loss or coming from a win. And I think that we had to be honest with ourselves about some things that we feel like we have to have some ownership on, staff included. And we we don't feel like we, we played the way we wanted to play in that game last year. There was the first time ever in the championship there was that real big break. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you, we, we don't want the break or it's a bad thing and and you want the buy in sports and you have to find a way to deal with it. So we had some, we had some gaps in our schedule this year that I didn't fill on purpose because I wanted it to feel like it would late in the season. If we were able to do the things we were hoping to do and get a buy, um, you know, we had a black and gold game on Friday to make sure we had an opportunity to, to get, into game mode again we had scouting reports for it we tried to make it as realistic as possible had refs the whole deal and um yeah so there's a lot of lessons learned and and i think that also the big thing is is the the experience gained by a lot of our key guys on our team and um and let them apply some of that to to this year as well you mentioned
1: some of the key guys on the team were recording on Monday afternoon, so the uh AVCA All American Awards just came out. Uh TJ DeFalco named to uh, named an All American for the third time, Josh Tuaniga and Kyle Ensing both on the first team. Nick Amato, second team, Simone Anderson, uh honorable mention. Uh, that's pretty cool to have <laughs> five guys named All-Americans. Uh, you know, what, what does that mean for I, – I know right now you guys are so focused on the team result, yeah. but, um, you know, to see that many guys who've been in, you know been in the program and been invested all season long get an honor like that, what does that mean to you and, you know, and to them?
3: Yeah, it's great, and as I tell the guys, it's not that it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter right now. You know, um, as time goes on, that those type of things matter probably more and more. Uh, but they they are if you 're going to step back and really look at them then it 's uh it 's about a body of work over a long period of time this season that uh, they were able to do some things at a very very high level and I think that it 's also a it's it's about it's we like to talk about individual awards being more of team award right there 's no way where our guys are going to be all Americans if there wasn 't unbelievably great practices and support staff around them and they 're just like any other uh award even if a a coach gets an award it's come on it's not one guy it's his staff and i think that uh we've mature enough as a group to be able to accept those awards be happy for the guys and then move on understanding there's another time we could probably celebrate those this isn't it
0: well, you just said it. It's the whole group, and yep. you have by far my favorite name for a scout team slash bench bunch: <laughs> the kitchen, because nobody eats in the dining room unless it's made perfectly in the kitchen. And I, just talk about this group of guys that you have on the bench, not only not only cheering you on, but kind of kind of preparing you for the for the matches that you play.
3: Oh, absolutely! They they take a lot of pride in the, the the first of all the volleyball players they are. And then they take a lot of pride in the role that they're asked to perform for our team to be successful, and they just cause fits for our first team every single day in practice. And then when it comes time to all be on the same side, then they just do nothing but support and be ready to come in and, you know, whether they come in off the bench to play or they come off the bench to serve or block, um, but they create that energy, and that energy's been so important to us. At home, it's a little easier to generate that emotion when you're playing in front of a lot of people. Uh, at the pyramid, are there support you, but on the road when it's really everybody against Long Beach, um, then it's nice to have a group of guys down there that aren't afraid to to let everyone in the gym know that they're here to support the other guys, the guys in black and gold.
0: Who are who's leading that group down there?
1: Oh,
3: it's always Matt Butler. <laughs> it's always Matt Butler. <laughs> Matt <He's> Butler all- <laughs> would be
1: fa- if, if if you were a basketball coach, I feel like Matt Butler would be famous. He's like no, the funniest guy on the sidelines. There's in, no in doubt.
3: Country. And talk about a kid that's all in. You know, he came in as a CIF player of the year and as a setter he's switched positions he's red he's our libero he's our leader um, no ego whatsoever about himself it's all about his team and it's hard if you're in that group when you have this senior leader like matt showing the way by example not to fall in line and say this is just the way you have to do it here and he's, he's done a heck of a job
1: um it might almost be harder to replace that next year than <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I know it's hard. How do you go out else, and recruit right? for that, yeah. right? <laughs> it, no, there's no doubt there will be a, there will be a huge void. But the nice thing is, is we got a lot of guys that have bought into it on Matt's side, and I think that there's there'll be people trying to step in and do it in their own way. But you know, Matt's real special.
1: So um, you know, you've obviously been answering this question for a couple of years, but you were uh, on the last men's volleyball national championship uh, team in 1991. The last NCAA title at the school, I believe, was 1998. A women's volleyball team what uh what would that mean for your program and and for the university if you guys are able to you know win two matches this week
3: oh it's it's you know it, I'd be incredibly proud of what we were able to do for um, our our program our athletic department the university at large the the community I mean take a look at what is the crowd support has been like this year it's not just about the people that actually go to school here or work here it's it's about the entire volleyball community we have as we like to call them the volleyball nation uh, no it's uh we would, we would love them to have the opportunity to celebrate that, um, but we can't get too far ahead of us. Right now, the most important thing for us to do is worry about what we can do, wh- how, what we can have control over, and what we can actually execute, and then stack those things. And getting too broad-based and talking about the result too much doesn't allow us to really immerse ourselves in the things that we actually have some control over. Uh, but we would love.
1: That's a January answer. It's, yeah, it's, it's, no no. Long, it's no longer that yeah. far ahead of us. But it really <laughs> is the things like
3: in these big, in these bigger moments. The really, I mean, there's going to be all sorts of noise in the sense of things going through the guy's head that can take him a, a, away from executing. And it, the game is a skill set, and it's a, it's a skill-based uh, sport where it's technique and it's about repeating that technique. And the more we can keep them in repeating their technique over time, totally submerged in the things that they can control, that's a good thing. Um, it doesn't mean we don't want to celebrate with all the people of the Long Beach community. Yeah. <laughs> it just means that right now we're going to focus on the things we have control over. <laughs>
0: this championship schedule has just got to be crazy for you. Are you journaling so
3: that you can remember the hours that you spent this week, or is it just Alan, a blur?
1: Alan told me to take a lot of pictures for him. Yeah,
3: <laughs> um, there's there has been, there's been a quite a bit of time, uh, but – Uh, it's this is it's an exciting time too. come on this is uh it's exciting for a lot of reasons I've had the ability um or the good fortune I should say to go through this as a player and a coach a couple of different times or maybe more than a couple of times um and but we always have some new people on our staff or some new people part of the group that that's going through it the first time and that's good for two reasons one you you want people to expand their experiences and this is why you do it right um but the other thing is, is those new voices and those those new pieces always add a, a new way, a new thought, a new development. Maybe of, you know, what do you think of this? And uh, and I have a couple of those guys on the staff, and it's been it's been invigorating for me to to work with this staff and have listened to the things that they believe from you know whether it be Scott Tazinsky for twelve years in Europe and playing on the national team, winning a gold medal, um, and really sit back and try to listen. To what can I learn from this experience? What can I get better at through this process? And they've challenged me in a good way, and it's been an, it's been a fun process. I feel like we have to ask you some fun questions. Sure, take your mind off it a little bit. <laughs> I was trying to think
0: of good volleyball movies, and I couldn't think of that many. Yeah, there's not a lot of them. Did you have do you have an all time <laughs> favorite volleyball movie?
3: Wow. Um, well, there's a new one out there, I guess, that I haven't seen. I guess the um, – I forget the name of it. It's about the, the, the girls' volleyball About team. the high school so – Yes, high school I school haven't NBA seen NBA it. Um, yeah. And, of course, yeah, I think every volleyball player at some point has to see it because there's just not a lot of movies out there about our <laughs> sport. <laughs> Well, but, Side Out, right? Side Out was... It, side Out's a very comical movie to watch if you're on the volleyball side of it. Um, <laughs> there's some great lines. Sgt. Smith would say it different. He, yeah. He'd say that's exactly how it goes. Yeah, it is. And, you know, there's a lot of great cameos by some amazing guys. And then there's some just really bad volleyball. <laughs> and uh, I think, but I it,
1: think all sports movies are like that to an extent. I remember watching any given Sunday as someone who knew a little something about football going, I don't think there have been that many eyeballs popped out yeah. mid-football games. I need to watch tough. more football. <laughs>
3: It's kind, of, it's kind of the equivalent of watching the volleyball scene in Top Gun. You know, I mean, was going to say, is Top Gun a volleyball it's movie? It's just uh, you know, Tom, Tom Cruise is in his jeans. Uh, that's a tough one. Okay. We've asked other one.
0: coaches this, and we have to ask you as well. If they were to make a movie about the Alan Knipe story, <laughs> who would play you in that movie? I've written down my guess it's right now. not, not oh, Tom wow. Cruise. So Mike yeah. can
3: see that when you well, say it, I, I guess it. It's not, it's
1: not Tom Cruise, and they've got to wear something other than jeans is what I've got to say Yeah, man.
3: I would just be impressed if anybody wanted to play that part. <laughs> um, the fact that I'd have to pick, I mean, gosh, I'd probably have to take all the A-list actors and realize they wouldn't accept the script. And then, <laughs> then they go to, the, <laughs> too edgy, yeah, yeah. Um, Man, I don't know. I, that's I've, that's a great question. I've asked. I've been asked a lot of ones in my life, and I've never even thought about that for a second. Of who would play me? Congratulations, Congratulations JJ! You, you absolutely you, you, stunned you, you, me you're on that. Talking one. about <laughs> coach Knight.
1: JJ's got Daniel Day Lewis down, and I like that. Pick. I like PDL. that. Tall guy. Come on. I like that. Right? He's got range. I like that. that yeah. there's
3: no doubt. That it gets good. so method. Yeah, you know, yes. Yeah, he would some, not be in jeans. <laughs> Somebody <who> would get <laughs> in, in yeah. jeans. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be in jeans. Anymore. Someone that could really uh, try to figure out room. what the heck I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? <laughs> You know, someone that could come in the gym and take a look at the board and be able to understand what it says. You know, that's always the ongoing event management stuff around here is that they uh, see if they could figure out the equations on the board. I can't. I've
1: asked you to explain a lot of those. It looks like algebra to me. Uh, It's just for show. That'll be. (laughs) In a a couple of weeks, we'll have you come back and we can do some Q&A on that. Um, So we we mentioned people can go to LongBeachState.com. There's going to be a fan bus going up. Uh, for the Thursday matches, how important is it to you that the Poly Pavilion sounds a little bit like the Pyramid? You guys have had such great crowd yeah. support. Uh, what does that do for your team? And you know, how much do you need Long Beach fans to come out this week?
3: Well, I think we always we always need them. It's uh, there's nothing but a positive bur- burst of energy and excitement for our guys when they see uh, our fans travel well, which they have all season long. Um, you know, it's it's going to be one of those deals that how much. Um, you know, the way they separate the groups in these four corners and stuff, um, you know, you don't you don't get caught up in it. But you certainly notice the smaller area behind, you know, the benches that they set up for the four teams. And there's nothing um, that we can do about it, like what, what it's going to look like. But when the guys get that quick look over that validation of – Man, the volleyball nations here—that's awesome. You know, the Long Beach nations here—they came to support us. And really, come on, it's not that far. It's—we've uh, been played. We played at Penn State two years ago. I played Ohio State. And I understand maybe it's a shorter—it's a, a shorter drive from than
1: Columbus. If yeah, you, yeah. You, yes, so, yes, if absolutely. Yes, absolutely. If you don't take Wilshire, <laughs> you don't right. take Wilshire. Yes, right yes now. avoid Wilshire. Get, get off on Sunset or Montana. Take the back way and there is going to be that new uh, metro
3: construction. That's a tip for you, Long Beach State fans. <laughs>
0: this just turned into an episode of the Californians <laughs> where we're just talking about freeways.
3: <laughs> uh, but, I, but I have all the faith in the world that they'll count. I mean, the Long Beach fans in our community love great volleyball. Anytime there's been great volleyball, whether it's been the women's team, our team, the national team, they do come out the final four, ride right up the freeway. I, I have a feeling there's going to be quite a few people well, there.
1: We've never had so many uh, requests for people who wanted to carpool with us on our way to work uh, <laughs> on Thursday. So hopefully we'll be bringing a couple more your way. Uh, Alan Knipe, thanks for joining us here at the fee Show during a very busy week. Uh, we, we very much appreciate you taking
3: the time and uh, wish you all the luck in the world this week, obviously. Awesome. Well, thank you guys, and thanks for the amazing coverage all year. Hopefully we'll give you a few more exciting things to write about. I just need two more, okay. and then we're good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> The hallway of the Long Beach
0: State men's volleyball coach's office is going to look a lot different in two weeks. I sure hope so. No, it already is. There's five names, first of all, you got to add to the All-Americans. That's true. <laughs>
1: know, we need a bigger a, hallway, I yeah, think. We sure. call a painter because we're going to have to figure this thing out. I did. That's like an old far side column. It's like you got to remodel the house to make room for the extra trophy or something, right? Right, Andy? Is that a good excuse for us to add a little bit of uh, We're going to need a new wing the over there. Yeah. I've already
2: got an architect for a new, new volleyball wing. That's a
0: hidden gem. I, I guess that's kind of a pun of the pyramid, but that's a hidden gem of this campus is that hallway and the history that lives in there. Uh, if you don't know about the Long Beach volleyball history, you really should lace your boots up. Find your way over the pyramid on that side, and just yeah, walk definitely. through and just really appreciate what's come through this place.
1: It, it is a, absolutely. It's almost like a hall of fame exhibit uh, mm-hmm. with all of the top players that have gone through the program. Uh, Andy, what's your schedule? You're going to be up? Or are you just going up really early on on Thursday? Or are you going to go uh, up Tuesday I and am scout am opponents? Back, <laughs> back and
2: forth? I'm going to go up Wednesday. There's a, a big uh, fancy dinner for uh, for the tournament teams at Poly Pavilion Wednesday night. Actually, I'm going to be driving back to campus. There's I'm um, sitting on a um, Uh, search committee for uh, for our new development vice president for university relations and development which is a key key position for us but uh, i'm gonna do that then i'm gonna run back up and i'm all over the place and then somebody's got to do it but head to uh, big west conference meetings in honolulu uh, which will be next monday tuesday wednesday but you know i'll figure out a way to i guess grind through it okay
0: hold on (laughs) are you telling me that the people who decide volleyball things in the world are going to be in one place on wednesday night just a big West. Yes. Okay. Can you like <laughs> crack the door open? Mike and I'll just slide <laughs> in the back, take the microphone, let everybody know what the real deal is.
2: Like, should I have a little like flower on my jacket and I'll just be like, Can you just talk a little more clearly yes. like, into my <laughs>
1: yes.
2: corsage or whatever I'm wearing? <laughs> spy V
1: awesome. spy, let's get it. Our our long term plan of turning Andy Fee into a espionage agent <laughs> for, for us is, is starting to really work out. Uh, as we have mentioned, it's obviously a huge week at Long Beach State. Hopefully a week where something pretty significant will be happening. Long Beach state men's volleyball team playing to try and win the the school's first ncaa title since 1998 They will be playing thursday at 5 p.m at ucla and then hopefully saturday at 4 p.m at ucla please visit longbeachstate.com find out how you can go up and be a part of those matches Uh, i have a feeling you're not going to want to miss it
0: thank you andy for having us on your show always thank you to producer roger huge week at long beach state only to be outdone by next week (laughs) so we will see you then hopefully polishing something we'll take care long beach See you next week.